Welcome to another episode of Cruz Azul Analysis. I am your host, Jesse, and I'm alongside Ivan. Hey, what's up, ladies, especially ladies, because it's International Women's Day today. So, yeah, follow us. <laughs> Shout out to all the ladies listeners that we have. Um, also, we're alongside, if any, <laughs> if any right? <laughs> and we're also alongside Eli. What's up, guys? Special shout out to like the one or two ladies that listen to us. Uh, happy happy International Women's Day. Uh, keep doing what you guys are doing, especially down there in, in La Ciudad de Mexico with all the protests going on. Uh, keep at it, dude. You know, fight the system. I'm all for it. Yeah, so um, shout out to all the ladies. Uh, shout out to my mom. Shout out to my girlfriend that don't listen to us rant and hear our nonsense. But anyway, <laughs> so... Um, let's get to it. So our first game was um, Cruz Azul versus uh, Mazatlan. We played Mazatlan on Wednesday. We won one goal to zero with our starting lineup being our B team. Uh, before I even name it out, what did you guys think about like going to this game with the B squad? I was excited in a in a in a sense. I was like trying to prove to myself and that the team had an excellent bench and I was hoping that that would reflect on the field. Um, I was excited about um, Jurado um, and he actually had a, a really good performance. Like he has some really quick reflexes, but then you got to put it into context and it, it is Mazatlan and it is just a regular season game. So uh, we got to see him appear when it matters you know but um i think it was a good idea um i don't think it was a risk at all we obviously knew you know that if we needed to we could have switched the we could have switched back to the to the starters like we did in the second half uh which i i think that that's something that could have i think i mentioned it in one of the early podcast episodes that I would, that's what I would have done against like Pumas in the semifi- semifinal before with a four goal lead. I would have started with a B squad. Cause you know, worst comes to worst. You just put in your starters. I mean, it's four goals, <laughs> uh, but I mean, I expected, I expected more, but a win is a win. So, you know, that's my take on that game. I would have liked to have win by more goals. Uh, I think our goal didn't come until like the 65th minute. Yeah. I don't remember. I'm yeah. Wrong, but, you know, when it's like the 50th, 60th minute, you're like, you start to get like nervous. You're like, oh man, all it takes is one counter from Mazatlan, one corner, and they can just like take it from us like out of nowhere. Uh, but overall, I like the B squad. Uh, it's it's what I would have wanted Kaishinga. I'm sorry to bring him up. Huh. Uh, it's what I would have wanted Kaishinga to have done. Like before the Ligia, before the final, uh, because you want to have all your players like in their best possible form, even the subs. Because when you when when they go in, 
You don't want him to be like Elias, who doesn't do anything, who is out of form. You want him to be like the best form they can have, despite being a benched player. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, overall, I'm glad we got to see Kurado start. He he surprised me honestly. I know he had the one very good save. Uh, I don't remember who who shot it was, but it was a first time shot and like really really quick reaction. He died for it and he saved it. And then the uh, the very long the very long shot from Masatlan where he controlled it with his chest. Like I like that. I really like that. Some people will think it's like cocky or whatever, but I like that because it shows confidence. That despite being as a sub, Hurado has confidence. He's not, you know, he's not shaky. He's not worried because going into it, everyone's like, oh, Hurado's like traumatized or whatever. He's going <laughs> to see four goals again, you know? But no, none of that. Like everyone's going to try and sell you that, oh, Hurado was the one that got scored on. He's going to choke it again or whatever. He's going to mess up. But no, he came in confident. <clears throat> Sorry. Came in confident. And I like that. I really, I really, really like that. And I hope I can see that again, you know, against Suarez or. You know, any when we're done, when we're qualified, I want to see more rotations like that. What's the goalie? Yeah, and so... Go, go ahead. Go ahead, my man. No, you're good. Go for it. You sure? You sure? Yeah, bro, go for it. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, our lineup was uh, Jurado, uh, Shaggy played, Aguilar, Cata, Yotun, who played as a left-back. And then we also had uh, Baca, Paul actually got his first start, uh, Montoya. Uh, Elias Angulo and uh, Luis Romo were our starters for that game. Um, it was it was pretty it was a pretty tough game. Um, this was actually Jurado's second win in first division. They got Mackey's his second win. Try a second clean sheet too. I I was actually looking. I didn't want to go like deeper into searching it, but I'm pretty sure this is like one of his very few uh, clean sheets. And do you do you think that this is the the lineup that once we start the Conca Champions, do you think they're gonna alternate with what we had, or you think that's what Reynoso is gonna be looking at? This this is what we're looking at for Conca Champions. I think in the exception for um. For Elias Hernandez and uh, Rafael Baca, I think uh, those two positions could be with uh, Misael and um, Alexis. I think Alexis could easily slide himself into that to that squad. But unfortunately, like from they say that he's been like injured and stuff. But I, you know, I, I haven't seen him like be injured to like actually like follow they're, up with they're... it. You know. They're probably saying that like they did with yeah. him on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, he's injured, and they just sell him, you know, just yeah. get him get rid of him. I hope that's not the case because I really like Alexis in the few minutes he's had. But, you know, you know how it is. Injuries and the weird, shady directiva that sometimes gets rid of players. You remember when Cubo uh, Torres was in Cruz Azul and everybody hated him, and then that fool played and got criticized, and all of a sudden he was injured and play no more? Dude, I don't. I met that dude. I don't even remember him playing like ever, bro. Because because everyone everyone was upset because like Cruz Azul, obviously is always for longest has been in the need of winning the championship and their star forward that they bring as a refuerzo is Cubo Torres. Everyone's already looking at him like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? And so he comes out and of course he's ass and like 
everyone's criticizing him after like the first game and all of a sudden he's injured and i think that's that's the same deal that happened like with montoya you get me because these people are on the internet bro they're, they're just like everyone else and th- of course he's gonna see what people are saying about him you think he really wants to go out on that field and he, maybe he doesn't think he's ass, but every, everyone's saying he sucks. He can't go out on that field. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't want to go through that to people talking shit about him online. Um, and I think I think that shit could happen. I think that's 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 what's ha- what's happening in certain cases. Well, you think every player is going to get criticized in some way or another? Uh, if anything, like they know they don't have to even look at those comments to begin with. Uh, that shouldn't be something that, you know, they make the big bucks. They're professionals. That shouldn't be something that gets in their heads. They shouldn't be like, oh, they're saying shit. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to give it my all or anything. If anything, that should motivate them to be better, you know. Bro, you Chaco, you, you, Chaco you, said he was, he didn't like taking his kid to school or some shit like that because they would make fun of him, bro. Really? I yeah, remember. dude. Yeah, I, think I, I think I remember something like that. Bro, it's because, I mean, Santi was over there in, in class live streaming and he'd get in trouble. <laughs> but I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember that part, though. That's weird. I mean, so... I mean, to be fair, it's kind of expected because you have such a big profile person bringing in his son. Oh, but that's a private school, no, though. Like, you wouldn't think it'd be as bad. Ah, oh, dude, that's, the kids are the worst out there, dude. They're fucking, you know, secret they're like okay. the Rosa de Guadalupe kind of characters, you know? <laughs> those those preppy ass yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know, man. I've never been to a Mexican school before. Only what I see on Rosa de Guadalupe. Nah, but... Um, I mean, the goal was pretty good. Uh, Alvarado, he pretty much reminded me of that goal that he scored against Nahuel Guzman when we played uh, Tigres. Oh, yeah, you yeah. You guys remember? Yeah, yeah I remember yeah i mean personally like i think that's what we we should be trying to see from alvarado uh throughout throughout like the last like couple of days like me and ivan we had like a little like all like like back and forth yeah like a back and forth like on like functions and stuff about like about how like our certain players play like you know like i personally like for myself like like he was stating that oh like montoya's ass but it was like, bro, like he got hit. In min- he got hit at like minute two, you know, and like minute two, when you get hit, like anybody that's played like Sunday League, like you understand like how like a certain like uh, tackle can get to you. Well, how come only him? It's not. It's not- was, oh, it's because he was the one trying to cause the most damage. Who's who's our other winger in that game? Elias. Elias. Do you remember Elias? No. Exactly. Is, is, is whatever. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me give it context. So Montoya was the one trying to generate through his side. He was the one trying to cut in. And since he was trying to cut in, he was the one getting fouled. And he was the one that's he was the one he was the one that was moving around the the Mazatlan players. And when that happens, he's the one getting fouled. Elias, he would just get rid of the ball. He wouldn't really try. He wouldn't try to open up space. And he'd get rid of the ball. So you weren't, you weren't going to see him, and you weren't going to see him getting fouled like Montoya. Montoya was... His, his, uh, all of the fouls on Montoya were a product of him trying to generate stuff. And that was the only way that Mazatlan was able to stop him. 
Or you're acting like he's Misael or something. You see how many people Misael takes two, three players at a time. He's not getting – I'm sure he's getting kicked. You see how he shakes people. They get mad, and they're probably kicking him on the low. But it's just a personal thing. Like, Montoya, that's no excuse, bro. It's a contact sport. Like, well, no, but it's not, it's not an excuse because it can only take so much. You know, if they go studs first to your shin – like anímicamente that gets to you because for one it's because I was going to come see this pantan, but you it's it keeps happening. Get an if you keep, job. No, 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 no. Have an office. Because, bro. That's not. That's not. That's no, not but you're missing the context of it, bro. You're you're missing the context of it because anybody that plays soccer like amateur professional. Anybody well, that plays soccer for like seven years, bro. Any anybody that's played, bro. Like anybody that's played, you know that when you get tackled. And the way he got tackled, bro, like, you see it that he had to leave the match at minute 45. Like, at the end of the halftime, like, he asked for a sub. Why, why? If he was fine, like, he would have stayed, but he went out. I mean, imagine if we're if, if that's what what's happening with Montoya in a regular season game against Mazatran. How the hell are we supposed to depend on him for other games? And well, here's, it's not, here's, it's not, it's not that we're, we're depending on him in this game, you know? But it's like, bro, like... The rival is the reason why, what why it happened, is is getting he, injured. It's getting injured against Masatlan worse, worth it. Was was Jetty Flores getting injured against Chiapas worth yeah. it? Those aren't like in the biggest games of the season. Like you can't risk your own your own health. For, he started uh, he started off game. being ass. He started off missing a clear go and he started off trying to control the ball and he can't even control it by himself and it goes out of bounds. Like but we can't be hypocritical about it. But we can't be we can't be hypocritical about it. We can't be Where's the hypocrisy? Where's Bro, the hypocrisy? Orbelin's missed the same play. Watch the game. Yeah, but and Orbelin has scored a ton of goals. Has already scored No, no, he hasn't though. He has one goal and two assists. In the last ten games, he has one goal and two assists. Just listen to listen to the commentators what they were saying about Orbelin's playing level yesterday. What did they say? Bro, they're the same they're ones that say Cruz Azuladas, bro. They're the same ones that say Cruz Azuladas. They're out, I don't know. out of context, bro. No, because I think we're watching two different Bro, not, not, We're not, watching bro, because not. of the game that I watched, they didn't mention nothing about Cruz Azuladas. So I'm saying we probably watched two different on two different TV channels because I didn't hear them say nothing about that. Bro, well, that, that's on... what they say, dude. Watch no, then watch to then the same so commentators I, I, ha- I have I have to watch the stream that you watch. I can't watch any other stream because only the one you watch is correct. That's that's been your mentality this whole time that only your opinion matters and dozens of others don't. You give me it, it doesn't make sense. I'm open to being wrong. Montoya has a ton of games to prove me wrong and and I'm open to that. I could be wrong. I'm human. And right now you're wrong and you don't want to accept that. But what, how mean, am I wrong? Like, well, dude, what's look wrong? At the, look well, at the wrong? Because you're saying he's not ass, but I'm saying he's ass, and everybody else is saying he's ass. Bro, but that's because you're, that, find that, me that's cause you're being hypocritical. You're being hypocritical, no, though. Okay. You're being hypocritical because you're, 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 you're bashing him. You're bashing, you're bashing him. You're bashing him on a play that, or, like, the no, same two, play. Orbelin, Orbelin missed the same game. play. Orbelin bro, missed Orbelin the same has play. proven he's not ass. Bro, this fool barely he's proven got he's not He's ass. played 94 I know. minutes, bro. He's and played 94 the, minutes. At the he's time played he's played, minutes. he's been ass. I know. And it's been ass. All right, here, and all I'm right, saying, let me, hold on, hold on. He has a bunch of me, time to prove that he's not ass. 
Let me say this. So how many minutes has he played? Jesse? 94, bro. That's a 94 game. minutes. That's one game. That's one whole game. Okay. Is it fair to judge him as harsh as Ivan wants to? Bro, it's not even. No, it's not just sweet. It's not. Leave me out of it. Look at the comments on Twitter uh-huh. and Instagram. Uh-huh. Leave me out of it, and you tell me what you see, bro. Well, it doesn't, doesn't matter if it doesn't matter if a bunch of people think it. That doesn't mean it's right, does it? Yeah, exactly. What do you mean? So, do you know what a democracy is? How do people decide shit? It's the majority. Like, why do you think that? Why are you so narrow-minded that you think that your your opinion is right, but thousands of others are wrong? Bro, no one's saying. No one's saying that you're wrong, bro. No one's saying. No, I'm not. No, but no one's saying no, but no one's no one's saying that but no one's no one's saying that anybody's wrong. But we're telling you that, dude, like from 45 minutes, like you can't like bash him it on 45 asked. minutes. No, it was ass. I'm not saying that he's not gonna play a better game. I'm saying what he played has been ass. That's what I'm saying. I why is that a hard concept? And I'm not the only one saying that. I don't get it. I'm not the only one saying that. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Well, none of us, none of us are saying Montoya is over here scoring. <laughs> no, because like we know, the, we know the level anything. of player that we, we have. That. You know, like we we know the level of player that we have. We're not saying that he's gonna be scoring like twenty five goals a season, bro. But you're like failing, and then like, like you're failing to realize that he's a sub, bro. Like he's a bench player. He's not gonna start. He's just there. He's like average, bro. Like he's like our other players. He's like Yotun. He's like Elias. They're just players that are on the team, you know. That we, that it's kind of like we hope that they're like they step up, you know. But like you're, you're kind of like unfairly like judging him because of the fact that okay, he's had like to your, but it's a point of view, you know. Like you have to realize mm-hmm. that like it's your point of view, and you have to like respect our point of view, you know. Like, okay. Cause you're you're trying to compare a, a player that's played ninety four minutes, you know, ninety four minutes in which he started. When, when when did he start? When did he start? He started fecha cinco, I believe, against Necaxa. So he started fecha cinco, and then he played Necaxa. He played Tigres. He didn't play. He played Toluca, I believe, and then he didn't play León. Now he played Mazatlan. So in four games, like we can't really mm. judge him because he barely came back. Like you have no, to realize but, that. But no, no, but you have to realize that. Like there, there's like several aspects of it that us as fans we need to understand. You know? No, there, I don't. I don't understand that. The little time that they've given him, and he's been ass, and they continue to give him even a starting, even on a on a on a B squad. But yet we've seen players like Misael and Gutierrez, who the, the little bit of time that they played, be it 94 minutes, has been great. And this guy has played nothing but ass. And why do they give him a chance and not these guys? That's my beef. That's my problem. And that's a lot of people's problem. But our question is, does Misael break his back on, on training, bro? Like, oh like, we don't wear I don't live with him, bro. You tell me. Nah, but that's know. the question though. Like that's the question. Like like if, I don't care about training. Misael, he, bro, hey, Eli, bro, Eli said bro, it earlier you know in the training they'll do Chilenas they'll do all the shit I care about what I see on the pitch in the real game bro and then the pitch in the real game compared to Misael Montoya's ass but the fact is Misael is bench bro Misael doesn't play unfortunately but that that's what we're saying is as fans it's like that's why we're upset with Montoya because 
Not they're wrong. Fucking... No, but you're you're upset. You're upset. I mean, I could find you usually 10 comments of people who are upset with Motoya, and you couldn't do the same for the opposite. And I'll bet you right now. Yeah, bro, we'll bro, tell you that. Yes, could... Hernandez is ass. We'll tell you that. I'm telling you. No, but we're telling brothers. you that. We'll tell you that Elias Hernandez is ass. We'll tell you that Piojo has some bajones if he doesn't have his haircut. Uh, <laughs> or if he has his haircut. But with Montoya, I don't know. I, with, this, this, this is me. This is what he I'll had... tell you. About, this, is what I, this is what I'll tell you. Let me, okay? Let me, let me tell you what I think about him. It's too you early. You got two minutes. You got two minutes. It's too, early. it's too early to judge him as harshly as everyone wants to. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we didn't judge Santi as harshly in the first year he's started up until now. I don't want... To give Montoya a year, I want to see him start giving more assists, start scoring, you know? But I'm not going to, like, say he's ass out of 90 minutes, you know? Oh, you don't, you don't have to say he's ass. I'm just saying. I then, say he's his ass. Okay, so we can agree to disagree. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Some, at the end of the tournament, somebody's going to be proven wrong, and it's okay. At the end of the tournament, we're all going to be wrong because we're not going to win. <laughs> And then that way, and then like at the, at the end, it'll be like they're all ass. So it doesn't matter. No, because I mean, once we get we get into into the next uh, uh, half about like the Pumas game, because like I talked the same shit about Paul, and he like what I saw yesterday. I thought this dude is like probably the best player on the field, bro. But that's what he did. You know, he, he had his chances to fucking shut me up and slap me in the face, and he did exactly that. And Montoya has the same chance, but from what I... All I've seen thus far has been ass. But he, he, he could be Maradona, dude. I don't know. You guys could be right. We're going to see. Oh, I certainly hope so, or else this whole argument is pretty pointless. All right. Well, we'll no, see but what... Honest, but we'll honestly, what like, like, it's not like, like we're trying to defend him, you know? But it's just the way that, like, you're... It's trying to start a movement on a player that's played like 90. I'm trying to start you know? a movement, bro. Yeah, bro, because you're trying to start a, like an anti like Montoya movement. It's like, bro, like you're trying like to start just... an anti contact movement, bro. Can okay, no talking because you know he's bro, gonna... but it's the truth. Anybody that's played Sunday League, you that, know that's it. what the ref is for. The ref is up there, and if he's not calling fouls, what do you want? You get me? Well, exactly. And yeah. the ref's not doing their job. Oh, I'll give you. God. I'll give you this point of view. He he created some. Pretty, at least three decent Tito's Libres <laughs> that either Piojo and I think it was Orbelin or Yotun, maybe Yotun. Or Yotun mm-hmm. completely botched with the really bad centers. So the small little bits that he does where he gets fouled and gives us a free kick, we don't take advantage of. When was the last time he scored a free kick or an indirect free kick or a corner? <laughs> oh, but you got like, when, was, when was the last time you saw a good center? From a from a free kick on our end that didn't go to the very far back last man who couldn't reach it, who just got cleared instantly. It's not just Montoya. If he messes up, it's all it's a whole collective kind of thing. Cause he creates a foul and then that whole foul was pointless if we can't generate something up front. But anyways, that's whatever. Um just to finish this whole Montoya topic, uh we had our say. Now let's hear what you guys have to say. Like me personally, I'm always gonna prefer Misael over Montoya. But in my opinion, that doesn't mean we should leave him out. He should have his role in the squad, just so that we can have every single player at a level we can play him as, in case we need to put him in as a sub in Liga or to avoid a whole 2018 final situation 
or you have Renteria going in, playing 30 minutes, and then completely like forgetting about him. We should have, we can have, we can have a rule for him, just like how Piojo has a rule in uh, Reynoso's um, tactics. The reason why Misael doesn't start, that's just the reason he has. Um, but anyways, I digress. What do you guys think? Uh, do you think Montoya is going to surprise us in the near future, or is he a lost cause, or at the very least, a very average or up to mediocre player? Uh, just let us just let us know what you think, and you know we'll all be sensitive and reading your comments and seeing what's up. Yeah, no, I guess just my my. Um... I'm going off of like the impressions that I get, for example, like just the fact that Montoya in this game that we decided to alternate the squad, there was people on the bench before him that we, that we've seen little, little clips of when they get to play their 10 minutes, eight minutes at the end of the games, like Alexis or Misael and it's all been like, whoa, we want more. We want more. We want more. And they just don't give them these chances. So, you know, the first thing that, that kind of pisses me off is like Montoya, you know, he, ha- he has a clear goal, misses it. Like, I know I get it. Al mejor cazador se le va la libra. I get it. You get me? But it's like, bro, you don't even start. You're getting the chance to play for Cruz Azul. You're, 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 you're getting the chance to take the spot of Mexicans who have been playing really good every single time they come in. And you get these chances, you fuck it up. Te pasa la, la pelota and you're a professional player that's played in Europe and you can't even stop it and it goes out of bounds. Like, are you nervous? Well, what the fuck is going on? Like, that that's why I'm like, bro, what the fuck are we watching? I thought this was a professional soccer game, not a Sunday league game. And that's kind of where I got that impression, like, oh, this fool is ass. This fool sucks. But I'm sure, like you guys have said, there's a tag. I'm not the coach. The coach has his reasons why he opted for Montoya. And I'm sure he sees stuff that we don't see because he fucking, they, they train a couple hours a day, every day. But I'm just going based off from I'm a fan. All I see is the games. And in this game, our first impressions were bad. He he could change my mind, and you know he could change a lot of people's minds. Um, so I just I just think we're gonna have to see what happens. You know, um, hopefully for the good of the team, he change he 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 makes me look like a fool. You know, hopefully like because I'm I'm not gonna lie to you guys. If he scores a goal, I'm gonna celebrate it. You know I mean? I'm gonna fucking I'm, I'm gonna celebrate it, bro. I mean, why like, wouldn't you, know? you? You know, like it, it shouldn't matter like who the player is. I mean, like we've all celebrated like. Rafa Baca's freaking goals. We, 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 we hate his guts, you know? I mean, we don't hate him, but shout out Rafa, but... <laughs> Get him on the podcast, bro. I know if, hey, Rafa, I know you're listening to this guy, bro. <laughs> Tag that fool. Yeah. Nah, but, but yeah, well, that, that was that was the... You yeah, know, that was the whole show. Thoughts. But, um... No, I, I, I agree with Ivan, you know? I, I The only reason, like, I thought... Because I wasn't, like, talking about, like, all the other games or, like, I was just talking, like, specifically about this game. And I guess, like, it, it got out, like, a little bit out of context and stuff. But pretty much it was just, like, I, I thought it was unfair, you know. Like, anybody that's played Sunday Leagues, you know, uh, when you get, like, a tough tackle or even, like, a plancha, like, the one he got from Gael Sandoval after he got that red card, I think that it, it gets to you and... He even like went out with ice on his ankle, and he didn't play this next game versus Pumas. So, uh, that that was my that was my point of view. I, I, we are we all know that Montoya is not gonna give us twenty five goals. He's not gonna 
freaking be our savior give us the ninth star or but uh, you never know i thought fucking gigliotti was ass and he fucking ended up giving leon a fucking title i know that was crazy but that that's that, how you know like you you know the thing about gigliotti though gigliotti played for boca gigliotti played for independiente like he he's he was used to like big stages he knew when hmm. when to rise up and that's that's the thing that we need in our squad we need players that know where they stand i mean um we were who who was the the user i don't have my phone on me but who was the user the one that said up something about that uh montoya costed like six million um for his transfer little playboy or what's his oh, name i think i think yeah it is little playboy yeah shout out i think his <laughs> name's marlin right marlin okay yeah yeah, 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 yeah. shout out to you marlin uh yeah little no play. like bro like in the yayo de la torre administration like we spent money like stupidly and stupidly because none of our players stepped up to the cause you know dude we brought in enzo rocco champion from copa america with chile we brought in gato silva who i i know ivan always says like he's always um very how do i say it like demanding about we should bring the best players from our league we brought gato silva he would play for chiapas and he was like one of the best like midfielders in, during that time you know who who else did we bring uh, we brought in cristaldo oh my god we brought in cristaldo <laughs> angel mena we brought in angel mena we brought in um martin rodriguez who barely went back to colo colo so it's just money those that are, went to waste those were all starters though to be fair in their teams they were all starting martin was starting in colo colo mena was starting on uh, mlk yeah, and I know uh, Cristaldo was starting for who was it? What do they call? He was in Brazil. Palmeiras. Yeah, Palmeiras. Like those aren't just like there's a, clubs, there's yeah. a, those aren't like the tickles of Liga MX. They're you know up there in their respective leagues, uh, especially Gato Silva. He was the one, he scored the game winner, the game against Argentina penalty, against yeah. Argentina. Like yeah, he got cold blood, bro. That's like if like. you like. If you saw a player score a decisive penalty in a Copa America final, like you'd want him on team. It's just a shame that he couldn't work out, you know? I think he did a decent job, Gato Silva. I mean, what he was an ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't get it. He was our PK taker for a long time too. He was scoring all those PKs. But the problem was that that Chaco would try to take those PKs from him, bro. And then he yeah. would go out and miss them. I know, dude. <laughs> That fool was missing so many PKs at the end of his time, bro. He he, he really scored that banger on Leon in the camp in the new camp. The before this last win against Leon, uh, in the in Leon Stadium, I think he was the one that scored the two one for us. The uh, from outside the penalty box, you guys remember a rebound yeah, from a corner? He just like smashed it like 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 beautifully, you know, like one of those like long not long distance, but. First time shots, I'm outside the penalty box and like top corner and then, but he was also playing with, who was it? Conejo Benitez and the almost out Chaco and Joao Rojas, who was about to leave. Do you guys miss Joao Rojas? I, I do. I think he's I'm, I'm, I miss the Joao Rojas from Morelia, not the one from Cruz Azul. Dude, he was dope in Cruz Azul. I mean, he was good in Morelia too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, but he always he always missed with Cruz Azul. He'd be one of them with the goal, and he'd always miss. He gave us some badass goals though. 
He did. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, don't I know. would bring. I would that take was, him back. That was the Tomas boy, or it was. It ended up being the Tomas boy era, so I can't really praise too much, you know. What do you What do you guys think about what Tomas boy said about um, Cruz uh, Reynoso starting with the with the B team? He took offense to it. Yeah, I mean, he said he took about disrespect, right? Yeah. Dude, Tomas boy should be. That should show how bad of a coach Tomas boy is. Like the team gave a B gave him a B team to play against. And he couldn't. He couldn't, he couldn't do anything. Couldn't if any, if anything, his biggest highlight of his career was when he fucking beat Cruz Azul and Morelia and Chaco kicked the fan. That's probably, that's probably the highlight of his whole career, bro. Nice. What has he done? His highlight of the of his career was when he blew a 3-0 lead to America, bro. That's his freaking uh, highlight, bro. They should have fired him. I already said they should have yeah. fired him that day, bro. I don't know what the. Les faltan huevos a this fucking Billy Alvarez. That's, that's, that's the only reason he had him, though, because según tenía huevos, you know? Según les iba a gritar and all this And shit. he did, and he did, and he got fired. He he had a celebrating a last-minute equalizer against Morelia in the last game of the season, and we didn't even end up, or we did. Did we end up qualifying the playoffs? I don't know. Nah, bro, we, we didn't qualify with Tomas, bro. Yeah, we, we, bro. We, we didn't qualify for a while, I remember. Like, before Paco Jimenez, how long had it been? Three years. 20, that's what? That's six seasons? Six tournaments? Yeah, six seasons, bro. God damn. Bro, that's sad. That's three years completely wasted, dude. Kind of kind of talking about that's... that. Kind of talking about that. Um. We wasted three years in the La Estadio Azul, and now they're they're painting it. They're painting it as with Atlantis colors. Are they? Are they gonna like break it down or take it down or what was the shit with that? The owner really finessed <laughs> directiva, man. They're like, all right, pay us this much, or you know, you can leave. And the directiva's like, all right, we'll leave because you guys are gonna demolish it anyways, right? Right? And like, yeah, we're gonna demolish it, bro. Go ahead, go to the Azteca. And then he's like, psych, you guys want to rent my stadium? Go for it. Have some cascaritas. Go for it. Dude, we should have done that, man. We should have gone, bro. That would have been dope. It was only like $300. <laughs> oh, man. But I, I mean, I think, I think the owner finessed himself because, bro, like getting like that, that income coming into your stadium, like... Bro, now, like, who the fuck is going to pay to go watch Atlante, bro? Come on. Felix, Felix Fernandez? Well, Atlante did Atlante put up our stadium, like, plenty of times, bro. A few times, like, in the... What was it? The, uh, but that's because they a, weren't... That's because they weren't... Know, but... They weren't a part of, like, Mexico City anymore, you know? Like, when you're, like... When you get to visit your team once, like, you want to go watch them. You get me? Like, you want to go see them. But... When you see that, oh, like, they're here, like, every 15 days, every 15 days, like, you lose that whole, yeah. like, mandatory. Yeah. It's like, it's like, for example, like us, like, say, like, we were in Mexico City, and are you guys, like, like, real talk, like, regardless, like, are you guys going to go to every game, like, realistically? Realistically, with this income, yeah, but probably living in Mexico, you wouldn't have the income. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. In, like, okay, yeah. okay. If I was living in Mexico with a job of the level that I have here over there, where I can live, you know, comfortably, and I have weekends off, I I would say yes because on Saturdays, on days off, I'm like, what am I gonna do today? I have nothing to do today. Oh, let's go see the suit play, and. I feel like I would. I would go every game. At least I would try to. 
and even better if I have like friends to go with or you know just even by myself. Uh, that's what I think. But, it's hard, dude. It's it's hard for especially for like because the one time I did go to the Estadio Sur, I went with my friend Sergio. Shout out, shout out Sergio. Um, that guy, that guy really made it possible in a sense that like I never went. I had no one to go to, no one to go with, and then when they made the announcement that they were moving out we're like dude i never been there he goes like i never been there either like bro we gotta go and so we went out there and it was against america and we're like pre-gaming like i was like you know because i was staying like a block from the from the stadium and i was walking around there's a bunch of Kudasu fans everywhere and a lot of them weren't going to the game you know i, I start talking to them and they'd be like oh no i can't go like Dude, because they bumped up the pricing of the tickets so much because it was America. You get but me? They, they, they always do that, though. I should be. I know, but to us, it's nothing. But to those people, bro, you get me? It's like a shit ton. You're talking like a week's salary. Nah, bro. Like mean, maybe even a month. You know, like over yeah, there, dude. Like, like honestly, like we talk about, like oh, like like sometimes that oh, like they don't show up in like the times that they should. You know. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, we can't criticize, like, the fact that, dude, it's such a struggle for, like, people in Mexico to, like, get to the stadium. Like, think about it. Like, say, like, they live, like, an hour away or two hours away. Like, they're spending money on the metro, the taxi, the freaking. And then, like, say, like, it's a it's a family. Like, the man of the house is paying for everything, you know? Like, he's paying, yeah. like, four tickets four or five or six tickets and it's a struggle and it, it's hard like we like us like sometimes like like i kind of like uh like i'm kind of harsh on our fans that like oh like why don't you guys show up like why do you guys but it's like you also have to get yourself on their shoes like i know that for a fact like say like if they were like if i was out there i wouldn't go all the home games you know it'd be a struggle for me Probably one yeah, of the when, complaints I remember having when I Azul was that the Directiva didn't know how to be have infrastructure for a first world team. You know what I mean? Like logistically and because of the infrastructure that they would use, it didn't seem they didn't know how to sell to the fans, you know? Like, why should I get the Abono? Why should I, you know, travel an hour to go see it? There was like, like no when you raise up the prices, it. like okay, I'm gonna go. I have to take the the subway. You guys have no infrastructure outside the city. You guys have no no parking, no you know any stuff like that. You know we gotta pretty much wing it, if unless you're taking the metro. If you're not taking the metro, like I don't know, man. Then you get there and like yeah, I remember the beer was expensive, the food is expensive, and then I don't know, dude. Like, cause we wanted to sell to anyone except their fans. That's what I always hated because two of us would always fill up our stadium. Uh, Pachuca would do it uh, every now and then. America for sure. Then Pumas. And then, you know, like, we didn't know how to sell our own stadium to its own fans. Bro, but we you... Were always, we, were always, we were always away in those tense matches. And it shows... If we were, if we went, dude, I guarantee you that the year that we win the championship, the next year, you're going to see a 90% for every fucking game. 
people people it's hard when you're Cruz Azul because of all the all the letdowns you know it hasn't just been not winning a, a championship it's it's the way that we have lost finals dude and, and that shit hurts people and it why do they want to make that effort when we've been treated like shit that's that's why it's hard no matter no matter what they try to do with their infrastructure no matter what they try to do with their two for one whatever there's no better way to get people back into your stadium than to win a fucking championship bro i'm glad you bring that up because i remember that detail uh in the first season i think in the azteca they would always do the whole two for one thing right they would make it they would market it to try and get as many people in the seats but do you remember that any any of that in the Estado Azul? Like honest question, mm, like uh-uh. like you have the team not qualifying to the Liga for three years. Do you drop the prices? You know, like had some specials. Like the team's doing bad. Wait until the team gets back up. Then once the team's like playing godly, then bump up the price, supply and demand. Uh, like with the Azteca, like you can do two for one, and then little by little the price starts going back up. But you're still getting people in the seats because your team is doing good. Um, so, like, for I don't know, man. You would think they know how to do business, knowing how to, like, you know, money laundering. Hey, man, I just saw a post right now that about Billy Alvarez again. So you already know what the fuck's going on on the interiors of Kuzasud. So we're down bad, dude. The the only people who can fix this organization is the team, and and that's you know that's that's about with, with a championship, bro. That that's gonna turn this whole team from from inside out, dude. Down to the fans, it's gonna be contagious, and and we're we're gonna be like it's over. These the sequia is over. This is a new era, and people are gonna be hyped. They're gonna go to the games. Trust me, bro. But it's crazy because like like there's a generation that's coming and the, like they're not gonna like be a part of like like want to be a part of Cruz Azul like we're, <laughs> we're a part of Cruz Azul because like for me like I saw Chilito you know like yeah, and then yeah, like yeah. the team like like I started seeing them like I didn't know anything about like that they hadn't won like in a couple of years you know but like it's different though because when I started following I think it was probably like six or seven years since the last time they had won it but like now you're talking about kids that are like rooting for a team with like 23 years of um uh, of no titles and then with social media being so like toxic like bro like we saw we saw it yesterday it went on on um what was it on instagram how that one troll was trying to act all crazy on on the comments on records page oh yeah yeah fucking america fans bro like it's crazy no nah, but yeah i mean Honestly, but that's that's another reason why I feel like not just Cruz Azul, but just Mexican soccer in general, bro. Like the fans that we have and that they have, and like it's just gonna be a generational thing. Um, because even with Tigres or Leon, no matter how good they get and no matter how much they dominate Liga MX, like people, people nowadays with phones, with internet have the means to watch European soccer every whenever they want. So now they could watch live Real Madrid PSG games. So you think they're going to be f- focusing on Tigres, bro, or on uh, nah, bro? They're like 
they're going to become fans of Barcelona. They're going to become fans of Bayern or whatever. You get me back then, back when all, when I was younger, you just saw what you saw on TV, bro. And in our time zone, all you saw was Liga MX. And that's why, you know, in my opinion, Tigres is never going to be a big team because there's no way in how they can, they can get a bigger fan base. People, people aren't, aren't watching Mexican soccer like that. I kind of disagree with that. You think so? Yeah, because you get fans by winning. The kids that are growing up right now have no reason to go for a team like Lasu who hasn't really won as much and is the butt of like most of the media's jokes. They're going to grow up like a kid growing up in Leon is going to go for Leon right now because they're seeing that they're, they're winning. They have a reason to go, you know, Sincairingan because they're the local club. They have a kid in, in, uh, San Nicolas, that's going to be a Tigres fan because, oh, Tigres is over here playing the Club World Cup. You have, you have like out, people outside of Mexico watching Gignac and like telling Gignac to like go back to Europe. Gignac yeah, is over, bro. Tigres. Okay, that, okay, but that's not, even if he's over, they're selling him outside of Mexico. Like, as bad as, however low he, his form might dip, you still have outside interest and that sells. Like, what does Rasul do to bring in, like, outside interest? There's nothing there. We I mean, used you... to, we, we used to we used to sell... Uh, we used to see Cemento Rasul ads in the Premier League. And now, that was, like, as far as we can go. Then everything dipped. Club World Cup happened. And that was, like, the peak of it. And everything dipped market-wise and internationally. Right now, you have things like Monterrey and Tigres who are selling outside of the U.S. or Mexico. Because for one, their Club World Cup participation, like they're standing out. Like you have the big teams, right? But you have the other teams like Monterrey and Tigres that know how to market themselves. Bro, you're acting That's like I team. didn't go to the to the Campeon de Campeones and saw what Tigres brought in outside of their their state, bro. You're acting like I didn't see a Cruz Azul that hasn't won in twenty something years play a game this in the same place as Tigres and. I- Here's the thing. I, w- I was I was there too. I'm gonna tell you that oh, all Tigres fans are having to travel in, but it's barely been like okay, yeah. Right now, they don't. There's no Tigres fans that are like living in freaking Sacramento and outside of Levo Leon. But the generation that's growing up with it is gonna be a Tigres fan, and they're not all just gonna be there. They're gonna spread out, you know. Like the generation that's coming up. That's watching football. Or watching European gonna, soccer. Okay, yeah. And who's and what are the Europeans watching? They're watching Gignac. Like, oh, it's you're, stupid. You're dumb, stupid. It's stupid. No. no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me rephrase Le- that. Lewandowski's watching Gignac games right now, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. Let me rephrase that. Market wise. They're, hear- they're, they're hearing about Gignac. Yeah, you have you see, you see Fox Soccer on Facebook, and they're talking about Tigres, and they're like making these big old banners for Gignac because he was a top score, goal scorer in the Club World Cup. And you go through the comments, you have like non-Mexicans saying that, like, oh, like that's dope, that's cool, let's go, let's go Tigres, you know? Like, they're out there, they're putting themselves out there, and it's not in a negative light with like with Brasil. Like the most, the most international recognition we got in this past year, or at least in the past year. Was that Romo miss and the, <laughs> the referee? The referee, the referee getting in the way of the shot, 
then you have out of context football retweeting it getting it like a couple hundreds of thousands of views like that's the most relevant thing we've got you don't see anyone saying like oh no man tough tough luck better luck next time but i'm gonna be rooting for you they're just laughing they're just laughing like, you didn't see no... Michael. You didn't see that Michael Rappaport video when they when we played the America final. What did he I, say? I sent we, it we, to you. I sent it to you. Remember? He was Wasn't like he... saying, "Like oh, Cruz like... Azul is gonna kick your ass. Yeah. Like I'm rooting for Cruz Azul to win the Liga MX final. Yeah. Club what America, you're gonna have to be jumping out the goals to win it. <laughs> yeah, he's all Cruz Azul. They're gonna kick your fucking ass. Yes, yeah." That Where was international. That? <laughs> Nothing. None of us did, exactly. bro. <laughs> what, has he what, has he, what has he posted since? Que chinga su madre la América, bro. <laughs> what else? Come on, he was just doing that for the clout. He's like, oh, Liga MX final. Let me just pick one real quick. And he picked the underdog. Come on, bro. We're not. Oh, we were favorites all. that game. We were favorites. Either way, what I was getting at was that we're not. We're not marketing ourselves to outside audience, let alone in Mexico, like let alone like in the U.S. Like you're I not guess gonna, you're you're not gonna see like Russell commercials on Tuesday in the U.S. You're gonna see freaking the same America ones, and then we see we see with the Conca Champions. We see them all the time with the Conca Champions ads. That's that's oh yeah, because that's the sanctioned tournament. But you're not gonna see like. Uh, American companies bringing in Cruz Azul and marketing them because they want our money. You know, you're going to see America, you're going to see uh, like Chivas, and you're going to see up and coming Tigres or Monterrey. You're like, tripping. I already saw, they pay well, them. They pay them, okay. though. That's the difference. Why here's a, and then why don't we pay? Like, we're just well, because we don't need that's to the pay. Reason, that's, okay, that's the difference. Here, here, that doesn't mean we can't. Get get more, you know. Like, why do we have to like not market ourselves? But it's because they're complacent. We can market ourselves that's, that's, and keep going and keep growing. We can grow. Like, we don't have to let it stagnate. We can keep growing, invest money, make make invest money, make more fans, make more money. Like, make the whole thing grow, make us more. Well, that's marketable. that's what the fans do, bro. That's what the fans do. Like, that's I, not our job, though. That's the team. That's what the team's supposed to but do. But if they don't, but do you want the team to get known and famous, or, or you don't? Yes. So I, they do you know, it. I, that's what I do. Why do you think we have an that's English podcast? That's why. That's why. That's why we have an English podcast, bro. Like, what is it? That, what is it? What is it through a South soda outside, like U.S. customers? Bro, like, 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 like they I, don't market. They don't market themselves outside. Yeah, we have fans here. That's why we made the English podcast because they have nothing. They don't have an English product. So count. They don't sell. They don't ship here. Like, they bro, don't. Like I told you, I, America and Chivas are the biggest teams in Mexico. And I went to EDC and there was not one America flag, bro. And I saw like two Cruz Azul flags. P- Cruz Azul fans care more about the team than the, than the club actually does, that's bro. Be- See, that's because you feel- It's up to us, to be- bro. It's up you to feel- us. Exactly, because you feel inclined to because the team doesn't do it. Exactly. Well, uh, someone has got to do it. I wish they would, but- Yeah, like, like both of them do it. Well, it has to be just it? us. I'm, a DM, it too. I'm, I'm DMing Billy Alvarez right now, bro. <laughs> I'm, tell- <laughs> I'm telling that for right now. Hey, Eli's saying you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pay through the internet, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. We don't even sell. We don't even ship to the U.S. That's uh, that shit pisses me off, bro. Right. But at the end of the day, like 
the way we're gonna get we're gonna get fans is winning titles. Yes, that's the only yes. way. That's the only way. That's realistically the only way. You win titles, people are gonna buy your shirt. You win titles, people are gonna go to your stadium. And, and, that, and it and then it's like money that like the money we put in, then they get money so they that way they can bring signings. And then with signings, we get a better team and so on, you know, like it's 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 an effect. It's a cycle. Mm-hmm. Well, so, yeah, we had to do something, or they had to do something in the meantime until we start winning, you know, until we have our decade of glory. We can't Dude, let it I stagnate. Hope, like legit, like it's gonna be like Real Madrid, bro. As soon as we win one, as soon as we win one, I promise any of our listeners that as soon as we win one league, it's gonna be back to back to back to back to back like Madrid, bro. Like a decade. Like a, it's gonna be like that, and dude, forget about a decade. It's just gonna be change the mentality. It's gonna change the perspective. All the the famous term, and I I said it earlier. I don't like saying it, but dude, like, <laughs> like it's it's gonna like all that's just gonna wash away. Like the, that last four zero is gonna wash away, you know? It, yeah. Speaking of four zero, so what's up? We gonna get into the Pumas game or what's up? Yes, sir. So an hour, an hour and a half after the start. <laughs> yeah. So um, that game we started with uh, Corona Escobar. Well, we actually played like I guess with our A team. So Corona Escobar, Aguilar, Dominguez, uh, Nacho Rivero, uh, Paul finally got his second start. Uh, Baca, Luis Romo, Piojito, um, Cabecita, and Orbelín. So, what was your guys' thought on on the game? It was a pretty, pretty bad first half and a slightly better second half. Uh, I like Nacho, though. I like I, I like Nacho in this game. I like Escobar. And Cata, you know, is still garbage. Uh, I think one of the first chances that Pumas had was because he completely mistimed or misjudged the height of the ball and it just bounced right over him, leaving us completely exposed in the back, uh, forcing... Uh, Aguilar to like slide tackle and almost give us or give Pumas like a weird like oh, rebound kind of goal. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Nacho had that one chance that really, really surprised me where he did the cut in and he, oh, man, if he would have shot it a little bit harder, I would have gone in like a little bit higher up and Talavera wouldn't have gotten to it. It would have been golazo. Like, but what else? What else? Dude, we were lost in the middle all of first half. Like, it was really so frustrating. Uh, in the second half, though, it was better. Pumas, I don't remember any any dangerous plays from their end on the second half. The thing is, in the second half, we lost Paul, which I got to criticize Reynoso. Like, why would you take out Paul? Like, yeah, he seemed to be playing good, dude. Right? Like, he has, like, the very first thing he did in that game. He the gave tackle? a back heel, the taco. That could have easily been like a scoring opportunity, but whoever gave the pass gave it, didn't pass it to the dude that was closest to shoot. He just like gave the pass and hope someone got to it. But you don't see that from Baca. And then you had Romo like playing, like playing not. Want to be forward and shit. Right. Like if Romo does bad, like the rest of the team like suffers. And you saw it in this in you saw it in this game because luckily we ended up 
having majority of the position in the second half, he took control in the midfield, which is what gave us a little bit more chances, but eventually led to the goal. Uh, I'm still annoyed at how bad we are at taking free kicks. Oh, uh, dude. Like, they take, they, they do it, and if they don't get cut off by the first defender, they, they waste go those all kicks, the way, they go all the way to the last dude, the farthest dude from the goal, and like, hoping he headers it back in, but it just gets cuts back. Like, he doesn't even, like, like, he doesn't, the ball doesn't get cleared yet, and our players are already running back to intercept. It's like, I know you guys know they work these in practice, but no les sale, no les sale nuna. What else did I remember? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm getting myself like annoyed, but what matters in the end is that we won and we are eight games into the winning streak. You guys talked about, or you, you were, ta- you, you said something like important about Romo. Like he was kind of lost and like, like, I don't know about you guys, but fuck, like, I, I just want to know, like, 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 Reynoso wise, like, bro, like, what are you going to play him as? Like, we, like, I think as a player, like, you kind of, like, want to know what you're going to play. Like, if it's going to be defensively, it's going to be offensively, or, or what, what's, what, what am I playing? Because sometimes, like, we see him on the left, we see him on the right, we see him in the back, we see him in the front. It's like, us as fans, like, I don't, I don't know if you guys see it, but I don't know what he's even playing. Well, it's because they, they practice a different scheme depending on their rivals. So maybe they saw something in Pumas that they said, okay, Romo, we're going to have you doing this for this. And I'm sure that's what they practiced all week, knowing mm-hmm. who, were they, who they were facing. That's the only explanation I could think of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only bad thing was that Cabecita is completely lost when he's up by himself. Yeah. He's a single striker. And you could tell, you could see it because he gets the chance, but he just like smashes the ball over and it's like, Come on, bro. It's like you're getting flashbacks of the Pumas game from last season. It's like, I don't know, man. First half, I was like, oh, no, this ain't going to go very good. And I was honestly waiting for, like, either the 0-0 or, like, like a last-minute corner from Pumas to, like, beat us. But we got we lucked out, dude. We got we lucked out. Uh, I know Jesse. I'll give Jesse the chance to talk about the, uh, the uh, quote-unquote controversy in the last play of the game. About the uh, you know, the elbow to the face. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the way I saw the Pumas game, honestly, I mean, it's no secret. Uh, like Jesse said, I like the I like the tweet fucking minute by minute how the game's going. You know, I just I just saw I just you know that's the reason why I get on Twitter because it's like who the fuck else am I gonna complain to while I'm watching this very important part of my life that's this team? You know, I have to talk, I have to voice myself because I'm mad, because I'm upset, because you know, whatever it be, or even the opposite feeling, I might be happy and excited and I had to let the world know, you know. Uh, but I was upset because you go into this game and Cruz Azul is number one and you're going against number 14. You're assuming, and, and then you're starting with, uh, with what to me is the best that we got. The starting 11 that we had is probably the best that we got to give, honestly. And, and to, to see, no, it wasn't so much that Cruz Azul was being dominated it was more like they were so even and it's kind of like okay why are you guys, why are you guys playing at such a same level when one's number 14 and one's number 1 like what the fuck is wrong with you guys like 
I, I go into this game with this expectation, you know, and, and I didn't see that them going out with that hunger of like, uh, you know, revenge. And it started kind of worrying me and pissing me off in a sense that it's something that kind of reminded me with the mental thing that was going on after America beat us that final, how we, we just couldn't beat them. It, it just seemed like nos cagábamos when we were with against America. And it was just this mental hold that they have on us because America could have been fucking number 18 on the table and we could have been number one and in that time nos enfrentábamos and it seemed like it was the end of the world for us we didn't we forgot how to play we america would just beat us and it was this mental thing pumas came into this game knowing like bro we just embarrassed these guys it doesn't matter that we're number 14 on the table right now it's cruz azul look what we could do to them the four goals you know we did the impossible. We could do anything against this team. And that's what was was reflected on the field. And I saw Cruz Azul that was really insecure and that was playing too evenly with Pumas, you know, too evenly considering there's a big difference on, on how these teams have been playing and being uh, successful throughout this tournament. Um, obviously, Paul Fernandez, to me, in the first half was probably the best player on the pitch and, and what he would do. It, it, he makes these moves that are different. The, and, and besides just being different, they actually go somewhere. He's not just doing it out of the way. Like this guy, you know, he has a vision and he executes these things. And so on the second half, when we were still 0-0, I, I didn't like the fact that they took him out. I mean, if he asked for a sub or he was tired, maybe that's something we don't know. But besides that, it didn't make sense to me. I would have taken out someone like Corbelin, who obviously wasn't having his night. Romo wasn't having his night. Um, you know, like, that's what I would have done. But in the end, in the end, we got the win. Controversial, yes, because... If we're going to go with that, we would have four or five penalties a game because these fouls are coming in that sm in, in, in that in that area, in that box. But th here's the thing, and this is something that I've said previously. In midfield, you see those fouls all the time, and they always mark it as a foul. Like, hey, you know, it's a foul. It's a, it's a foul. They call it a foul. Nobody thinks twice about it because it's a midfield. You know, what the fuck's going to happen? Over here, it's a foul. Only problem is that if you do a foul in the, inside the, the, the penalty area, it's a PK. And that's why sometimes they don't mark it because it's like, okay, yeah, it's a foul, but that's not, that doesn't mean we got to give them a, a direct chance to go because of this shit. But I'm, in my head, I'm like, bro, at the end of the day, it's a foul. It's a foul because if this was outside of the penalty area, you would have marked it. No, no questions asked. It wouldn't have been a controversy. He had his arm up. He uh, he didn't let um, the Cruz Azul player jump up. Uh, that's a foul. I mean, it could be a small foul, it could be a stupid foul, but it's a foul, and it's inside. It's inside the penalty area. So what the fuck did you expect was going to happen, man? And I I'm take it. I'm take it as a win. Obviously, um, I would have been real upset if it was zero zero because. We have a, a we had a pending a, a pending debt with them with Pumas and we needed to win for the fans and maybe even for the team mentally. So uh, I don't think the PK was was wrongfully awarded. I could see where the controversy stems from, but I think it's all good. Um, hopefully, 
this little one zero one zero one zero win streak is over because regardless of me liking any type of win three points is three points it's a little unfortunate that we're only seeing one goal in really tight games and then against teams that were on paper far far more superior so i mean hopefully hopefully we start seeing cruz azul again like against queretaro you know against toluca i want to see that cruz azul i know i know you like to like trash talk a little bit so well how do you how do you think that the whole like Talavera, like trying to heat up um, Cabecita, you know, like like with the oh, tirame la key, tirame la key, like that. Ha- that happens with every freaking player, dude. That happens with every penalty kick. Um, it does, dude. That, you know that you know it does. We just happen to get the audio this time. Look, he I thought Cabecita was gonna, uh, you know, shit his pants like he did with Nahuel. because uh, <laughs> Cabecita isn't really. I would honestly at times call him a petrol frio. Like, if he's up there by himself, you're not going to see him, like, book it back to try and take the ball back to move forward. He's going to wait for it. If the ball rolls by him, he's going to, like, watch it go by. Uh, but because he's it's happened before. Like, it happened against the semifinal de vuelta where he was just walking. Like, he wasn't, he wasn't trying. And then when he had the chance, he tried to fake a penalty. And then he had that penalty miss against uh, Nahuel where Nahuel was, like, Oh, I'm gonna sit it out, and Casita's like, "Yo, what's he doing, bro? Like, I've never seen that before." And then he still ends up missing it. Um, but okay, I'm happy. I'm happy he was able to like score that and shut up uh, Talavera, and then you know, screaming into his face. I would probably do the same thing, but it's a good thing. Uh, hopefully, 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 he knows how to like handle the whole mental thing. Because we have tactics, we have the football, but mentally is where we have to maintain a certain level of confidence. Because we saw how much Romo and Baca struggled in the middle and how completely wide open we were in the first half. We had no control in the middle. But in the second half, uh, I guess I'll give it to Reynoso, whatever he told the boys worked because in the second half, we ended up having majority of the possession and we shut out Pumas up front, at least for the most part. Uh, but yeah, like we weren't expecting, none of us were expecting a penalty right there. We were probably expecting a, a draw in the end, but penalty out of nowhere, he kept his composure, he scored it. And that's really all that matters in the end. Uh, and that's what we're going to need stuff like that. Exactly. In playoff games where there's like a decisive penalty or, you know, Tano de Penales, uh, when Paul came out, when Yotun went in, when Elias went in, I was like, Reynoso just gave away the game. But we played with a lot of control in the second half. Having Elias, having Yotun, they're still garbage. But Yotun, not Yotun, uh, Reynoso's tactics worked. That's what I like. Because that having that much possession gave us the win. Uh, despite Elias completely not knowing how to give a pass, not knowing what a offside is, and Yotun not knowing how to give a cross. Oh, that shit was... despite, despite all that, we were able to push forward enough to win in the second half. So whatever happened, I don't know, Reynoso had some weird subs, but tactically, we were able to move forward and to win, which is what I like. Against, I wanted to completely like destroy Pumas, but tactically, it was really difficult because you know how it is with the smaller teams. They 
se agrandan and they they shut us out. But in the end, we managed to win, which is what matters. And hopefully next week against Monterrey, we can keep it going, which is to me a really, really hard game because I think they're currently third place or fourth. I don't remember, but. And they got a stacked squad. Yeah, they have the most expensive squad still, right? Yeah. So that's pretty. That's going to be really, really difficult. Um, but you know, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what tactics Reynoso has, because at least we know he has some. He's not going to throw out the same squad each and every time. But you know, we still got a couple of games to go. Hopefully, we can make it nine-game winning streak. Did you guys see those tweets going around um, about people saying that they're convinced that? If Corona would have played that semifinal, we wouldn't have lost it. I I think that your your theory about the whole like we should have played with our B team, like that's what we should have done, bro. We should have played with our B team and it's it, it's like how did you not know how to close a, like a zero. You that's know? all. Like, that's how also, did you not hold that's the also zero? All these like completely lack of mental awareness and not knowing how to like motivate players. Like he completely broke down mentally and what? He, he choked. choked. He, he choked. choked. Yeah. Like any other team, any no matter how bad, like the Muzz boy, will at least <laughs> have the capacity to like, like. Motivate. We'll throw his that's wallet, like, remember? Like that's the whole. That's the whole reason we have a coach. You got to push the players to give their best. The players are completely lost. Like, what? What? What's Boldy do? Nothing. He didn't do anything. He didn't. He, the first thing Pumas did was score, and he. That's when he should have been like, oh no, like we might. Hey, honestly, when when that first goal happens so early, you already knew that we're gonna score the four goal. I already knew from the beginning. You get me? Well, like, Pumas was not superior. In any way, that game, like they needed one goal and they weren't pushing. They weren't like you didn't see that hunger from Pumas, but Cruz Azul let them. Like we well, were that... trying, we weren't trying, but they gave Pumas a completely open, an open avenue for Pumas to go up if they wanted to, which eventually they did. But Pumas you... wasn't playing like amazing football. Like, you know the conspiracies, the bro. You heard of the conspiracies. No, bro. That's so not, this goes on to my yeah, next question. Go for it. There's, so no, there's no conspiracies, bro. Like we're just idiots. We just completely <laughs> it. like they just completely choked it. There's no conspiracies, bro. Why buy all the players? We can just buy the ref. Like, come on, bro. Makes sense. Well, maybe the ref is enough for it. And Corona and Qatar. Got <laughs> that right? Because he had his game, and so is Alvarado. You know, he had his game. No, you saw Alvarado's face, bro. You know Alvarado wasn't in on it. No, nah, but... Okay. The... Whatever. That stuff isn't real, man. You, gotta... <laughs> you guys you guys all jumped up on the hype from one, bro, like, B-grade commentarista who wanted to make a quick buck. I big... just... I swear I just saw a ghost behind Jesse and Dog in this closet, bro. <laughs> I swear, bro. <laughs> <Who> something... <laughs> Don't they move back there, bro? That's uh, <laughs> the reason why we lose all our fires. <laughs> it's, it's the ghost of Billy Alvarez right now. He's like, hey, he's like, hey, what'd you say, bro? You're spitting facts. Why could it, Why couldn't he go instead of CPE, bro? <laughs> Man. Oh, rest in peace, by the way. Rest in peace. Damn, bro. Oh, but my next question is kind of. Um, all right, so 
we're we're over the four zero from Pumas, but <laughs> like say like hypothetically we would have made it to the final and we lost. And what what what's worse, you know? Like what's worse? Losing another final or having lost like, like either way, like either one is yeah. bad, but what do you where would you guys see us like okay we blew a four zero lead but uh-huh. we're back on top like we're, we we stood up we're back like we're we're gonna fight for the championship like we always do or we're gonna get knocked out in the first leg or in the first you know quarterfinals like in twenty fourteen <clears throat> but uh, uh wait where are you asking would we rather have lost this four zero semifinal? Or or lose another final, even if it was a close final. No, like losing would have the final regardless. Final. I I'm convinced that we would have won that final, dude. Like I, I, me too, honestly, 100%. me too. But the thing and is then, that like, like, motivational wise, like like, what well, well, would it have been harder to get back up from losing? a final oh. or losing the semi you know like like because look mean. at our team now like we see it like our team is first place and look at pumas they made it to the final and they're they're placed like 14 mm-hmm. well the whole semi-final thing no one was expecting so they're so no one was creating the hype for a i won't say the word but uh it says with the c ends with an a but with the final, you'd have like, the whole week building up to it. Everyone would be saying, like, oh, look at all these finals for us who lost. Can they break the curse or whatever? That would have made that would have made a loss a lot worse because the media would have sold it, would be trying to sell you a loss like a week beforehand with the semifinal against Pumas. No one was expecting that. So they're like, oh, now we have to milk this. And until up until Pumas lost the final. Uh, it would have been worse, obviously, if he lost the final. Uh, it would have been animicamente. I feel like more heads would have rolled. I feel like maybe Corona would have either been sold or left, or you know, that's a good thing. Well, I mean, we don't have to sell him. That fool's he's charging like he's John Lee Buffon and shit, bro. <laughs> but he hasn't even won the fucking league. Fucking god, nah, but, uh, I mean, Corona was decent yesterday, to be honest. Fair. But isn't that what we demand from every like the thing about Corona is like he'll give up like all these great performances when in the gear it's gonna go through his fingers. Yeah, that's oh. that's when when he chokes where he doesn't stand up. We saw it versus America, bro. Like that that's and we've seen that every final he's played, he's fucking choked. Yeah. Well, hopefully, um, hopefully, if we're gonna stick with Corona all the way to the end, we need that mentality of his to show up. Like, you know, no, no peche, no butterfingers, no. I know. think we got, we got a real test against America because of the history and you know where they're at on the table. I think that's that's a better game than the Monterrey. Like, that's a bigger test. I think if we beat America convincingly, I think that we're headed to the final because I mean, what's really going to stand in our way? What if it's another one-zero like yesterday? Against against America, I'll take it. I don't care as long as we win. Oh, did you see that that tweet? Who sent it to us? Was it Kevin about the the parallels between 
last year. And oh this year. yeah, that shit. I mean, like, that's that, they always do that though. Every every year we're doing good. They're like, oh look, we're the year we beat Leon in the final. We had this many points in this in this week. <laughs> Like just coincidences, bro. We play. There's we have two two champions a year, dude. There's gonna be a bunch of coincidences from season to season. I don't know, man. I don't believe that's that the stuff. thing. About, that's the thing. I I, I kind of hate like, and it sucks that we we kind of have to base ourselves on myths and rituals and all this other bullshit <laughs> instead of like just depending on our fucking squad and like expect them that or. Even them, like, just freaking, like, dude, like, just put out the best you can and don't fuck it up, you know? You got people over here saying it's because the Noria is next to a cemetery. Oh, my but, gosh. Like, I don't know, man. Like, oh. You had a I really... You had a, you had a pig's head outside the Noria, bro. With that with the tranny, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like you had some chick lighting candles and like throwing incense or whatever, <laughs> saying like, "Oh, I'm saying I'm saying that we're gonna win the league or gross, who's gonna win the league this year? Trust me, it's true." And then we don't win the league, and it's like, "Oh, it's because the directiva didn't have me go inside hey. the actual Noria." When 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 um, who's the who's the big famous Cruzur guy, Nacho? The, the the guy that passed away, the oh yeah, year old. Nacho Treyes, yeah, Nacho Treyes. When when he died, they were like, oh, now Cruz Azul has to win it because this is this is you know this is what's gonna happen and they're gonna get er- Celest- Celestial. Now now that Sepin died, everyone's like, oh, <laughs> they got <laughs> oh Cruz Azul has to win it because of Sepin, bro. Like hey, honestly, was- when you said Sepin, I thought Sepelini. I was like, damn, like what this will do? Jump off his like hotel or what? <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, because honestly, like, I, I got scared. I was like, damn, like, like Let's... bullshit aside, like, I was kind of like, oh, fuck. Like, if it was Cepelini, like, damn, the, the club <laughs> did him dirty. Nah, bro, if it was Cepelini, that's what we'd have started off with. Yeah, that would have, that no, that, that would have been tragic because, I mean, he's, he's a young yeah person like, in soccer play. Yeah. Regardless oh, if yeah, you want him in your team or not, bro, you get me? Yeah, I don't care how bad Baka is. Like, I just want the best for him outside of the game. Like, I hope his girlfriend gives him, like, the Gawcock suck 9,000 every night. It, <laughs> but not, as long, it, whatever, as long as he plays good, but he's not going to. Fool, you, you know. should do it. You should hit him up for that. You should do know, that bro. for him. Next, next, <laughs> next time he's in Tijuana. <laughs> Where is he from? Isn't he from L.A.? Yeah, he, he, he's from L.A., bro. Well, he stays in L.A. His family does. From Compton. No, nah, they're not from Compton. They're from. Yeah, from Compton, bro. They're from like South Central, bro. I went to Southeast LA. It's called Commerce. I went to uh, Commerce. What you do over there? To get a fucking a lip for my car, like a oh, bumper shit. lip, because I ordered this um this extra wide uh front end splitter, but it goes attached to the original lip, and I don't have the original lip. It had flew off my car. And so there, are, I could get an aftermarket one for like 150 bucks and up. But this dude on OfferUp was selling an original one for $40. And I told him, I was like, bro, I live all the way in Bakersfield. What's the lowest you'll go? Like, I'll drive all the way over there. And he goes, give me 25 bucks. I was like, fuck it. Fucking Shit. drove all over. <laughs> That's my little weekend story. Hey, so what do you guys think about um, Monterrey, though? They scored six on freaking... Juarez on Wednesday. This is nah. Juarez. 
They play still though. Like how many did we score in Mazatlan? Just one. That's that's true. And then they had a tough game versus Querétaro too. They only lost. They only won two one. We did beat Querétaro four one. No, No, but the thing is that like like fuck like did you guys hear about what happened to Funes Mori though? About yeah. like they went and they like kid. What, what is this? What is it called? Like uh, they, they broke into his home and pretty much like held him hostage. No. Yeah. Exactly. That 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 fool ain't no Alan Pulido, man. You know what happened with Alan Pulido. <laughs> nah, bro. When you when you when that's you have you, like, bro. That's you, you have, that's what I would have done. <laughs> but when you have family, you can't really be you know risking that kind of stuff. Karate kicking and shit. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but so that you, was it. I used like, to hear I used to hear that all the time, but like in like the Premier League, you know, in European clubs. Uh, I think that's the first time. No, not the first time, but like, no, but it's actually, rare here for sure. Actually, um, that's one of the reasons why Marconi left, though, because uh, they tried to break into his house, uh, like around October when mm. he was in the club. Like that's when, um, like one of the reasons why like he didn't want to be in the city, Azul anymore. You know, like he didn't feel safe and. Obviously, like, he was alone because he didn't have, his, like, his family with him. Because mostly, like, these, like, Argentine and Ecuadorian players and all of them, like, they don't bring their families. Like, that, that's the reason why that one guy got caught up. The guy from Atletico San Luis with some girl on, on Twitter or on Who's Instagram. That? She Who got kicked a long time ago. Like, probably, like, last season. You probably remember it where he got caught up with, uh, like, trying to hit some girl on the DMs. <laughs> oh, oh okay. I kind of. I think they were like getting the, the the screenshots. Yeah, 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 the screenshots exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be kind of yeah. creepy though. Imagine like coming in to Mexico playing for Rasul, but like living on your own. What's that? Like, being girls' DMs and shit, bro. They be screenshotting this shit. Bro. I didn't know about that, bro. I saw Hyvers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was down, bro. I need a party with that fool. <laughs> Yo, what's up with that fool? How, how is that fool in the national team, bro? I'm like, He's not, oh, bro. Santi tried to scale him a shirt, like, as a souvenir. Yeah, bro. He's like, hey, fool, hey, fool let me get one of those shirts. Yeah, he's like, all right, bro. I got you. I'm going to DM him right now, bro. I'm going to DM Hyvers. Like, hey, you got any 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 girls you want to send my way? <laughs> <laughs> bro, all the podcast, bro. I respect him, bro. He's going for it. He's going for it, bro. If I was, he has that confidence, bro. I respect it. They ask him, "Well, what do you play on the team?" Oh, right, bro, I'm starting. I'm starting, bro, every week. Left out. That's <laughs> 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 what played. Apologies to all the the hybrid lovers that are listening to this. We're just it's just banter, you know. He's probably like, hey, you know, I play with a gold medalist and a, you know, Concacaf champion and freaking... el subcampeonísimo Cata. There you go. I remember seeing that fool like with the Copa Mekis. That fool would be get, getting winded against like Alebrijes and shit, bro. Like, wow. <laughs> The only good thing I remember from him, him was probably against Portmore in the Vuelta. Oh, man, it's Portmore. <laughs> Freaking Borja looked like a fucking magician against those those two. That fool, that fool would have done the same in Liga Meg. Where's he at right now? I don't know, bro. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, my... 
he the most relevant he ever was was for the FIFA tournament we had. <laughs> Where he was drinking he was bad at it too. Yeah, and he was so bad. Wi-Fi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> did he really turn off his Wi-Fi? Or did so he I heard about that. I heard about that. Did he ever win? No. It's funny because after the games he'd lose, everyone would be like, bro, you, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd be like, all right, whoever, whoever wants to play me will prove you guys that I don't suck. And he'd like, he'd start playing with like fans. And then he'd beat them like six to two, and he'd like post it on his stories, like see, like one out of one, one out of one, and then like two of two, three of three, and he'd post like six wins. And He's I'm, playing ten year olds, bro. Dude, he probably was, bro. I know one of my friends, like cousin, like I told him about it. He's not a he's not a Grasul fan. He's not a Liga MX fan either. But he's like, bro, I'll add him and I'll destroy this fool. But like he and he actually added him, but he never got to play because. But dude, Borja, he would be like online like at four in the morning playing FIFA. It was a child. Dude, like I only know that because like I'd be up, up until like two in the morning playing Is whatever. He a tweaker too. And like <laughs> probably was. He was DMing hybrid and shit. What the fuck <laughs> you doing at that, at that hour, bro? <laughs> like I'd be up in like till two in the morning, and then my friend who has him added, it would say like, "Hey, Jonathan Borja, he's playing." Uh, Foot champions and what time is it over there? Oh, it's like four in the morning over there. Five. That was already the who's been playing all night. <laughs> like, bro, like I don't know, man. They game it, and then now you have Escobar who's over here trying to be on Facebook gaming. I, I think I he's saw cool. A little bit of it. Yeah, he's cool. I like him. Like I didn't think he would. Like when I saw that, I'm like that's surprising. But, it's cool when they have hobbies, you know. Like it's like. All right, like yeah. it's, it's not always like about the team, but like it's up it's to not, a point, you know. It's, it's not just like drinking and partying like yeah. that, you know. That's his hobby, though, bro. I know, but I mean, I don't know, man. You know, I'm getting in trouble or something. The best Escobar can do playing Warzone is like he gets he rage quits and then everyone laughs at him. <laughs> nah, but um. Let's shout out some people from the from the Twitter. You want to shout out anybody from the Instagram, Ivan? Yeah, bro. Yeah, so. All the homies. Shout out freaking um, Ogarte720 with the fresh J's always like rocking them and shit. Uh, shout out Lil Playboy64, the homie Marlin. Shout out to him. Those are the homies. Yeah, those are the homies right there. Uh... Oh, you know who I really, really... I've, I've been forgetting to shout out this one, but, like, the Jesus Alberto Olmedo. The guy that always posts, like, the... We play today or we won today or whole post. Yeah. Like, that, yeah that, guy's like, that guy's vibes, bro. Like, he'll, he he legit does I don't even think he tweets, but, like, when he tweets, that's the only thing he'll post, bro. What does he post? Bro, he, he's excited, bro. You gotta, gotta respect it. <laughs> More fans like the homie Jesus Almeida. Shout out to you, bro. I on Instagram, dude. Uh, shout out to Carlos Uribe. You know he's always giving some feedback. The homie Sergio Vargas. Um, that that um, 
that Querétaro fan, uh, uh, like Sangre Azul, Frente Querétaro, they, they shouted us out. Alejandro Medina Lopez, Carlos Lopez, and the homie Gus underscore RDS. I'm assuming Rodriguez. Gus Rodriguez, nine, uh, 94. He was, you know, he's, he was saying that whenever they start doing games out here, he's from Texas, start doing games out here in the States, you know, we should post it on the, on here. We should pick like a, a place to meet up and shit, you know, like, so we could all, all be at the game. It's it make like a little like a you know like a little Cruz Azul um, society online with with all our online Twitter Instagram friends that'd be pretty dope. The more the merrier. For sure, especially for U.S. games, uh, you want to have that convocatoria. That convocatoria, you know, like any leaders or members of like any of like the porras or like the sangre, especially like out of California, like in Houston uh, or Vegas, like hit us up. If we ever have any more games out there, hit us up. We'll show you guys out. If you guys have any special plans, any get-togethers or meetups or whatever, like we'll share you guys. If any of us are down there, then we'll for sure, we'll for sure go. I know in Houston, like we have a growing fan base, at least a growing uh, supporter group down there. Same with Las Vegas. Uh, like we'll shout you guys out. Like we want more of that. Uh, like those kinds of fans. You know, we see the hardcore fans are growing starting up their own, like, they're small for now, but all they can do is grow. <clears throat> a special shout out to you guys, especially to you, uh, the person you mentioned, uh, I think it's Cruz Azul supporters, right? From Querétaro? Yeah. Uh, shout out to him. I like fans like that, the ones that are going to spend the money and travel. Uh, like, I know for sure he's from Querétaro. He went to the game in Jamaica. Oh, uh, the one in... He went to the one in... Uh, in Carson for the Supercopa. I know he was, yeah, he was there for the uh, the one against LAFC. That ended oh, up we didn't play. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. I know for sure he was in McAllen, Texas for an Amistoso. Like those kinds of fans, like I, I respect it, bro. Like they have, like they spend the money to travel and hey, have that take passion. Taking days off work. Yeah, yeah taking the days yeah. off work. You know, like even just not just here, but like in Mexico too, going from let's say Querétaro to like Veracruz or just down to the Azteca or or you know, just traveling, man. Like I respect it. Like I love seeing that. Like I I see all the people that went to Jamaica and it's like and it's way more than I was expecting, you know. You kinda see that and it's like Jamaica and you're like it's like six hundred dollars for like like a small package and like, oh not that many people are gonna go. But then you see we have like at least like thirty, forty people there with instruments and everything and it's like beautiful you know you love to see it and i wish we could have seen that or i don't know if, or i don't know yet if you won't but for this concacaf in santo domingo like i would love to see like another group of fans there like it's awesome you love to see it like you see other teams sending where's in, santo like, domingo in in uh the dominican republic did they confirm that already oh it's 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 where we're playing the haitian team but no, I don't think anyone said anything about if it's going to have fans or not. Oh, okay. Which sucks because the longer you wait, the more expensive it is. And if they do a last minute, you're going to have to book last minute. Yeah, you're right. If they allow fans. And I know, a bunch of fa- I know a bunch of people that are like, oh, like, let's book it, let's book it, you know? Like, you know, I just want to see more, I want to see more trapos. I want to see more people from around, you know, around North America. Like in Jamaica, you saw the NorCal people, the San Diego people. 
you know, Querétaro, uh, Xochimilco, uh, you know, you saw him from everywhere. Like everybody. Uh, yeah, everyone. You saw, everybody you saw, you saw everyone. Yeah. You saw yeah. everyone there. Like, 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 I want to meet those guys, man. That's cool. Like, I want to do that. Like, the best I've done is like Houston and then like Toluca, and that's it. It's like, I want to do that, bro. Like, I want to join you guys. Like, but if any of you guys, like in the US, like, listen to us, hit us up. If you have any, like, in the future, have any, like, events like that, we'll show you guys out. Because uh, we want to see people, like, be with you guys. We want to see more people with you guys. We want to see that support, you know? And that's really what it's all about to bring us all together. And that's what this whole team is for. Uh, we all have the same love, same passion. And you just want to see it grow, you know? Yeah. And this is like what the podcast is about, though. Like, even Ivan said, it, I, I saw that you, you told like one of our listeners, like, this is like for the the kid that doesn't have anybody to talk Cruz Azul with or listen to talk like Cruz Azul talk. Yeah. That feels that feels like you know, there's 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 not people with that same passion. You know, I mean, I want to discuss this team after every single game because there is man, and this is a way to connect and to and you know to to chat with us about us, man. You could send us messages, and I like a lot of people like when we'll post something, they'll reply and they'll reply with a whole ass paragraph. Like they'll give me their whole insight on it, and I love that. You get me? I think that's dope. That's that's like what I'm doing with you guys. You get me? We go and we tell each other everything about this scene, like every fucking thought that comes to our head. Like even you know, if we the- agree or disagree, you know, like the the point of this is to like hear everybody's opinion and like know that like okay, like he's not right, he's not wrong. Like everybody has like their their thoughts yeah. on the on on a player on on a coach or whatever it is the structure whatever in the end we all want the same thing yeah we all want the championship that's what we all want it sucks like our generation like we haven't seen or i didn't at least was conscious <laughs> no, i was six bro I, yeah, I, you, were conscious. Was you, you were conscious yeah, i was conscious <laughs> like, i wasn't conscious i was like one year i was like one year six months so no way i was gonna understand like a fucking game yeah that's true but yeah, but um, I, I just quick because you mentioned that just a funny story. Um, my dad tells me that the day that 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 final that he that they were over at my mom's side of the family's like uh, like one of my mom's uncles, and that they were watching the game and everyone was hungry and they wanted to go to a pizza place. And my dad was like, "No, no, we're not leaving because it's a game." He did, but my mom was like, "Dude." He didn't want to leave. We were at their house. They wanted to go eat. They wanted to leave their house to take us to a pizza place. And your dad didn't want to leave. He had, he waited until the game was over. I was, was like, no, my man. I was like, no, man. <laughs> no, yeah, but that's some shit. Yeah, I don't think I have that. I don't think I have any kind of stories like that from my dad. But he, after, I mean, I did inherit it all from him. But I feel like I'm the one that's going to have like the stories. Like, bro, let me tell you about freaking Tomas boy. <laughs> hey, bro, let me tell you about Cata Dominguez, bro. You're going to love him. A legend, yeah. Legend, bro. Freaking most capped player on the team. I don't think I've ever said it, but Cata Diaz was, was dope, dude. Oh, I know. I don't even remember yeah, that yeah, guy. I remember him. I remember him. All I know is that we didn't win anything with him, so I don't care. All right. Anyways. Yeah, but before we close out, dude, we got a listener from Peru. We got a listener from Chile. We got a listener from Malaysia. 
from Saudi. Shout out to all of them, you know? And then, Shout out to international people. Yeah, let us know who you are. Like, bro, like, hit us up on the gram. Like, tell us, like, hey, like, I'm the Chilean fool that this guy said that our fields are high school fields and shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with respect. With respect, obviously, you know? It's all love. Are you talking about when I said that? Yeah, or did he say that? No, you said that. Yeah, because yeah, when you were watching Felipe Mora's highlights, he was playing at fucking <laughs> high school. <laughs> no, but yeah. Now, for sure, hit us up, and I know our time's running out. So I thank you guys all, you know, and uh, for sure, Monterrey, let's go. Eli? Oh, shoot, my bad. All right, <laughs> real, real quick, real quick. Uh, nine, win, nine game winning streak or no? Yes, yeah. Sir. All right, got to hear it, got to hear it. All right, hopefully it comes true. Uh, hopefully Kata gives, brings us in game for once. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, follow us everywhere. You know where to find us. Uh, Chris Royalto, Ivan, is he? I know. At Dale Spawn. Yeah, Dale Spawn. And you have uh, Beanie Kid 714. Am I yes, right? Sir. Um, yes, sir. There you go. Give, give, us, give us all a follow. Yeah, Jesse Kush 45 on the, on the <laughs> Fortnite, bro. So add me on Fortnite, you guys. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, you guys hear your first. Uh, Nine game winning streak. Uh, Monterrey, you're going to suck fat one. All right. So that was it. Thank you guys for listening. We're sorry it's so freaking long, but we have so much to yeah. talk about. And we'll be with you guys next week with our ninth win. Let's get it. Yes, sir.